Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. On today's episode of Down the Wire, we have so much to talk about. Big news between Tom and I. Oh boy. Not to mention, we got the NBA playoffs. The first round has started. Let's break it down. And we've been listening. Some of you aren't down with this uh, NFL redrafts. So you know what? We're going to do a little role play and uh, we'll explain more about that later. All this and more coming at you down the wire. Every time we do it, y'all, we do it with fire. Yeah. Sports podcast down the wire. Every time we do it, y'all, we do it with fire. Yeah. Sports podcast down the wire. Down the wire. Yeah. Down the wire. Yeah. Tom and Dave works. Yeah. Down the wire. Yeah. Down the wire. Yeah. Down the wire. Yeah. Tom and Dave. Episode 63, Down the Wire. Oh my God, we finally got to fucking start the episode today. Like, there was so much shit going on in this, like, hour that we just usually wanted to start. We wanted to start at 4.30. Uh, Thought I had to do a hard stop at 6 o'clock. Turns out we're good. Don't think I'm going to need to go to that. And we just started now, so tough for that person anyway, because this comes first. So... What's up? Yay! Down the wire. My name's Tom. This is my brother Dave. Uh, If you guys don't know us, um, first time listeners, me and Dave, we dabble in other than just podcasting as well, too. We uh, just came off this week, Autonomy. If any listeners were there, usually I assume most of our listeners are from the local Milwaukee area. We were hyping it up, too. And I'm sure some of the listeners were also at autonomy and it went great went really well this last weekend i thought big success i am so happy thank you to tom who more or less was like second in command right i i appreciate all that you did for it you helped me out and i know that was a, a much of mainly my venture but uh the comedy comedy portion of it all went without a hitch i think it was absolutely fantastic 
Yeah, I was really impressed with it from what happened to it. And I got paid like just as much as I would have if I was at my job. So I'm cool. I was all right with it. Yeah, we uh, we made out pretty nicely for for a first time show with Easter Sunday being the next day with NBA playoffs going on with a, a wrestling event in town. I mean, Brewer games. There was a lot. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah there was there was shit going on. It were, uh, ended but, up working out great. And thank you to everyone who came out to that. That was really a lot of fun. Honestly, it was a great Saturday night. Yeah, round two is uh, already in the works. I've already started planning it and did starting to do that due diligence. So let's uh, let's make it happen again. But enough about me. We got big news about you. And about me? Yeah. And in turn, what happens here on Down the Wire? No? Maybe. So, quite possibly sounds like yes. Didn't you just get like you sent me a message saying otherwise? I uh I did just get a job. Did just get like my first big boy job um that has some legitimacy to it. I I will be uh starting my job as a radio producer for 620 WTMJ in Milwaukee. Um probably within the next month. I I don't have the I just got off the phone with them like an hour or two ago and it wasn't the formal job offer but that's going to be coming in my email over the next few days um but they were calling to let me know that they're going to offer me the job so yeah insert right here round of applause but then really insert booze just like okay dude yeah, yeah. <laughs> i told you yesterday i was i was confident i was like they're they're gonna yeah get so, i mean that that's a worse tradition right there like just well, and uh, again like people were asking like are you are you nervous like you you, you nervous i'm like no i'm fucking jacked up like i'm ready to nervous go. for what like let's right. just fucking talk and you know do our work i i didn't really preach it myself i got promoted a couple uh maybe like a week and a half ago myself uh but, but i mean there the my boss was like uh so you think you're up for the task I was like well i already do all this work you're just finally starting to pay me like oh that's a little bit arrogant i was like no it's confidence i know how good i am exactly. and i just walked you gotta off. know your worth you gotta know your worth baby know your words you, you gotta know your words there's a shirt right there. Know your words. <laughs> Should we get into some sports, dude? There was like a good amount of stuff going on, and there's some big time news to cover, big time stories. We got football, baseball, basketball all on the agenda. Um, I want to start off with this mini, not segment, mini news story, just to bump it out of the way so we don't forget about it. Derek Carr got extended in the time frame that we were talking yes. about, we never brought up. Um, we all said it was coming. We all thought it was coming, and now here it is. Well, and I, I, it sounds like so much money. What was it like four year, uh, 160 million or three year, 120 million, right? It so was a lot. Get, he's getting 40 million a year, but I mean, that's the rate for quarterbacks now, right? Where, where else? I, I think Derek Carr has enough talent to do what Matt Stafford did to go to a good team and win a Super Bowl. I just don't know if he can win a Super Bowl with Vegas. So seems like a little bit of a waste of money. But, hey, I love Derek Carr. You know me. Big love for Derek Carr. I just think when quarterbacks take that much money, doesn't usually go well for your team. I mean, yeah. that's We've said that all the time. And I think 
what is the stat? Like the quarterback can't make over 25% of like the team's like total salary. Right. And that, isn't that what it is? Is that a stat? I guess I didn't notice that. Well, not can't, but no quarterback has won a Super Bowl uh, if he's made over 25%. It's something like that. I don't know the exact metrics and all that. Uh, another one, another person that got um, extended today, Monday, that directly affects the Packers as well is Denzel Ward on the Browns becoming the highest paid cornerback in history. Five Crazy. years, $100 million with 71.25 million guaranteed. Well, that just means Jair's got to break that wherever. I mean, yeah. 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 I mean, he's going to break that because it's Jair Alexander and he is definitely a better quarterback than Denzel Ward. Sure. Uh, don't get me wrong. Denzel Ward is really fucking good. Solid. Solid. He's, he's just not, not Jair. Jair. No. So uh, I, I also, it's, it's we, also directly affecting the Packers. Guess we can lump this in. I didn't have it on the show notes, but we definitely should talk about it. How are we feeling about this Sammy Watkins signing? What is the risk to this? It's one yeah, year, I four mean, million dollars. I mean, why not? Yeah, I, there's there's would zero only be risk. The second first this. round pick to catch a touchdown pass from Aaron Rodgers. That it that he will be that he will be, and uh, also of note is that Aaron Rodgers was instrumental in acquiring him. He came out earlier, or I should say last week, and said that yes. I did see something about that, how he was, he played a role in getting him there. And why not? I, like you said, I, I find no risk in this and who knows this guy could probably get a hundred yards and eight touchdowns with Aaron Rodgers at his quarterback. Right. Uh, I, I feel pretty good on that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. I think he could probably do it. He's, he's a deep threat, talented guy. Um, that's going to be it for our football. I think right now let's get into the meat and potatoes of this week and we'll touch base back on some football talk because of our poor math ability. We have to talk about football again, uh, later on in the show, but it's the NBA playoffs, right? The NBA playoffs. And we had game ones all this weekend on Saturday and Sunday. And there's game twos today and tomorrow. Don't forget game two. We saw we saw eight different games across both different both conferences. And what should we start off with first? Should we just get into our team right away? Or nah, 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 first? nah. Like we gotta about, build. Let's start how from. How about we get into Celtics Celtics Nets? We'll start with a banger right off. Sure. The let's rip. go with Celtic. Celtics Nets. Celtics Nets. And Jason Tatum's out of his mind right now. Jason Tatum, <laughs> Jalen Brown. Uh, I think that Derek White signing, I missed that one. Did not realize he was on the Celtics. That's a pretty big deal, I think. He plays yeah, they great traded defense. for him. They traded and for him uh, at the deadline, I believe. Kevin Durant. I don't know. Is Kevin Durant the best uh, player on his team still? Because Kyrie Irving's balling out. He has been balling out. Yeah, but this is Kyrie in the playoffs, man. Kyrie always balls out in the playoffs. And the thing that holds back the Nets is, at least at this juncture, is the fact that they have nothing outside of Kyrie and Durant. Yeah? I mean, who else do they have? 
So, um, I mean, Seth Curry is nice for 12. Like I said, he's going to be good for 12 points a game. That's that's how he does. I don't know what he had. Let me just look it up real quick. I got it right now. He had nine points. Nine what did points I say? Eight. Right? Like I said, he's good for 12 when they I mean, trade I mean, for look at him. The, look at the <laughs> starting lineup. Nine. So you... Look, listen to this starting lineup. Kyrie Irving played 42 minutes, got 39 buckets. Kevin Durant, 41 minutes, 23. Then drops substantially. Seth Curry, nine points in 30 minutes. Andre Drummond, uh, 17 minutes for, or eight points. And Bruce Brown, 37 minutes and five points. Yeah, it's just unacceptable. You know you're what I mean? Get, you're I, not going to do that, dude. Do you think with Ben Simmons they win this game? Uh, yes. And and only because it's a point away. And mm. the fact of the matter is that Ben Simmons has locked down defense. He really what does. If, what if Ben does. Simmons had to shoot a three to win this game? Settle down now. Okay. All right. Just making sure we're on the same page. He wasn't there, uh, absent right now, but Jason Tatum with a huge buzzer beater at the end of it, got away from Durant layup kind of a lame buzzer beater but still works the same a layup to win the game he said he thought marcus smart was going to shoot it and ended up passing out to him got to the rack won it right there i think the celtics are the scariest team versus the bucks to be honest i i, I, full I on, full on I believe think I that. Said that i um you know we would play i think we play them next too so if yes. we're going to play the winner of this series next if we if we make it if good, we make it, to be good fair. news. Good news on that end. The Celtics still don't have a true big man to do shit. So, I mean, what Daniel Tice? Good, good God, who's going to co- cover? Right, dude, Giannis? Who's going to cover Giannis? Fans, who don't get Boston fans started on Robert Williams, dude? I am not sold on Robert Williams and whatever. Okay, he's a good role player, but they think he is the second coming of Dwight Howard in Orlando. I, I'm in sorry. Boston. What do you mean? He's not playing. I think he has a chance to come back, though, right? Sure. Sure. Right now, the only Williams that's playing on the Celtics is Grant Williams. 21 minutes and seven points. I'm going to give you five players. All these guys are in the playoffs, and I want you to rank them off of instinct, vibe. I want it to go off of right now. So don't give me potential. Don't give me in the future. Just five guys right now. If you need them, it's Jason Tatum, John Morant, Trey Young, Luka Doncic, Devin Booker. Uh, you want me to go five to one? Yeah. All right. Uh, give me Luka Don. Okay, give me the names one more time. Jason Luka, Tatum. Tatum. John Morant, Trey John Young, Morant. Devin Booker. All of these guys are 25 or younger. Devin Booker's the only 25 year old. I wanted to lump him in because sure, I sure. wasn't going to put LaMelo on this list. So. Yeah. Um, oh my God. Give me, give me Luca at five. Give me Whoa. Trey at four. Uh, no, sorry. Give me Ja at four. Give me uh, uh, Trey at three. Give me who's left. It's Booker and Tatum. Give me Tatum, then Booker. Really? Really? Yes. Right now. Right now. As far as playoff, like playoff, um, not potential, but like um, ability right now, those are the guys. 
this Hawks team is not that good, especially not what it was last year. Trey Young has fallen off, but he's still the best dude. The Mavericks team is kind of floundering at this point. No uh, Luca right now. No yeah, Luka and right Luca Luca's out. So I mean, really, what do you want me to do on that end? Jason Tatum and Devin Booker are the guys. John Morant, I, I mean, that team is arguably better without John Morant. I mean, again, that's just based off of statistics, right? Like, what, what, what were they? Like, or whatever it was, right? Yeah, like 24 and three or something like that without them. Like, that's nuts. Um, and it, again, don't get me wrong. I still love John Morant. I have said it. John Morant is going to be better than Zion Williamson. Dude that's injured and still doing 360 dunks for some fucking reason. Hey, uh, he's played more games than Joel Embiid did in his first two seasons. Whoopty freaking do make a make him prove it. Uh, but yeah, that's my that's my five to one. I feel pretty good on that. Devin Booker is easily the best. Mm. I I do love that you put Jason Tatum that high up because I do think he deserves it. Jason Tatum's been a bucket uh, for the last two seasons. Solid great at getting to the basket and shooting the three ball if he needs to. I am surprised you're putting Trey Young over Luca. Um Luca's hurt. You well, said right I now. I get it with the playoffs and whatever. So and and at Trey's that point, made what? it to the conference finals. So you gotta give him a little bit of love for that. What has Luca but done in the playoffs? Not a lot. Not a lot. Great Sorry. regular season. He's, he's the Peyton Manning of the NBA. Regular Peyton season. Peyton Manning's Peyton. got two rings. So that doesn't even count. Yeah, but we all know he should add more. Give me like Marty Schottenheimer Chargers. Jokic, Embiid, Giannis are the. Uh, oh, you know, let's do that at the end. I'm gonna save the awards stuff for the end. We'll do that. Let's just get to another game then. Uh, Celtics beat the Nets 115-114. Let's get to a blowout. Um, how about Sixers Raptors? You think this is gonna end in a sweep or what? No, no, no. Raptors can pull one out. I think they will. Um, look, the Raptors, again, aren't what they used to be. And the Sixers are still relatively hot, right? And especially they're kind of, even though it doesn't really matter anymore, they're definitely playing for Embiid and the MVP potential. So, uh, yeah, I, I think I think that you'll see one snagged out probably once they're in Toronto, but outside of that, you know, Sixers all the way. I I do think Philly's got this one. I, I think that Philly Miami series is going to end up being a really good one to watch in the East as well. That could go either way. Joel Embiid's a beast, man. He, he is going to be a problem when they play the Bucks for a little bit, I think. But Again, I, I don't think that team has the depth uh, that they need to go that extra mile. And very odd. James Harden, I don't know. It still doesn't feel like he's all the way there yet. Like, he's only been there for a little bit, so I get it. I do think that hurts him that this guy can't stay on a team. It, it, how can you build up the chemistry, the bond, the experience for the playoffs? I get it. He's been there and the other and the other members of the team have because of last year, but it's got to weigh in something a little bit when you keep switching your team every year and you're trying to make it to the NBA finals. You know what I mean? I mean, at this point, Harden's on a trajectory to turn into Russell Westbrook. 
Oof. Wow. I'm not saying he is. I'm not saying he's going to. I said trajectory-wise. Look, he's only getting older. He's going to be passed between more teams, and his production level is going to go down. Dude, uh, what what do you want from me? What do you want from him? He's got to really figure it out within these next, I would say, probably two years. If he doesn't win one in the next two years, he's not winning one. I, I I could see that. I could see that. Let's go over to the West. Uh, we'll talk about the number one team over there. Let's go Suns Pelicans right now. Uh, we were just praising Devin Booker, saying how he's better than John Morantz, Trey Young, Luka Doncic, Jason Tatum. And he is balling out. Those guys are in Phoenix. They are playing. They, they play great team basketball. Um, it, it's really, and that's another thing I love. The NBA playoffs, I don't know if it was just from the Bucks last year, but I am now more invested in all the playoff teams again this year because of how fun the playoffs was last year. And I'm really, I'm really starting to get into it because this is the best basketball you're going to see on the planet. They're, they're just guys making ridiculous shots and then playing the hardest defense you will ever see in NBA basketball. And it really shows out in the, in the NBA playoffs. And that's what the Suns do. They shoot the lights out and they play solid defense. Uh, I don't, I think that the Pelicans know they're a little outmatched Zion. Sure. I don't think really does anything in this series. Um, Cause Deandre Ayton's a big ass motherfucker too. Uh, that's he, he's just the most grown 23 year old I've ever seen in my life. And scares me every time to realize that he's pretty much the same age as me. You should be scared. Um, also, again, the the Pelicans have no chance when your top guy is CJ McCollum. Sorry. That's a, a number two, maybe probably number number three on you know a given team. And that's your your big dog. I I challenge you right now. Can you tell me? who the Pelicans small forward is starting small forward. Mm. I guess I would have said Brandon Ingram, but it sounds like it's not. It's not. It's Herbert Jones. Mm. When you got Herbert Jones playing 31 minutes, where did Herbert Jones go to college? Who the hell is that dude? Uh, I'm sure I could look. I don't even think you could Google that guy's name and he would be the first Alabama. Mm. He's a rookie. He's a rookie. So, I mean, again, when you you got his name, when you got a rookie like that, you know, and and again, you have other dudes that are uh, still maturing as well, like Jackson Hayes. And, you know, I guess even to an extent, someone like uh, Brandon Ingram as well. You know, this is a young team that hopefully can build from that, whether or not that's with Zion or not is another story. But I think I expect a sweep in this series. Pretty I can safe see that say. as well. I can see that as well. Let's go over to Warriors and Nuggets. Um, Warriors, the three seed. Nuggets, the six seed. Milwaukee-born Jordan Poole balling out in Golden State, showing up Steph in his return, a 30-burger on him. And he looks to be a bona fide stud in the NBA. Now Um, I he's, he averaged over 20 points a game this year. He's dropping 30 in playoff games. Jordan pool. 
I I remember watching him, I think, once in high school, maybe twice. But he was amazing. I mean, he he just wouldn't miss. He's so athletic. He knew he was going to be a freak. Ended up going to Michigan. And yes. I, where did he go in Milwaukee? I can't remember now. But I remember, I think we went and watched one of his games at, like, Concordia or something like that. But now he's balling out. And do you think with Jordan Poole, if he's able to hold this up, imagine Steph comes back to form. They get Clay Thompson working in the mix. Maybe Draymond plays like a little bit of playoff Draymond. Do you think these Warriors like cause a problem for the Phoenix Suns? No. Really? No. No, This Suns team is so far and away better than... Realistically, this Suns team is the favorite to win the finals. And I know that we are Milwaukee fans. We'll obviously get to that sooner rather than later. But, dog, have you seen what the Suns team has done all season? Which, so more or less, it dismantled every fucking team that they played against. Every dismantled. Team. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm Paul, not scared. The Chris Paul pickup was a game changer. It was, it was a game changer. And we were in that sweepstakes. Didn't need them but probably could find ourselves in a very similar situation if we would have got Chris Paul instead of Drew Holiday. Sure. And you know what? Then Chris Paul would finally have a ring. But um, I mean, that's not a burn. That, that is like the truth. But uh, again, I, I, I don't think this Warriors team is all that much. They fell off pretty hard in that last third of the season. And, you know, they, they were contending with the Suns for much of it. And then they, what, what they end up becoming like the three seed, right? Yeah. So, and that's, and that's because of their play. It just is what it is. We'll have to wait and see whether or not, well, we should wait and see where, how far they go. Uh, at this point, they would be playing who next? Oh, uh, well, Timberwolves or Grizzlies. Yeah. yeah let's let's to that. get into that game. Uh, a seven seed beating a two seed on opening uh, day, I guess. Opening night. Uh-huh. Opening night. There, I like that a lot better. Timberwolves, 130. Grizzlies, 117. Anthony Edwards balling out in his playoff debut. I, dude, the he's a stud. Good now? The Timberwolves are good, dude? What? Is Kevin Garnett there still? What? What? How? Well, when did they just become good? This has been the same team for two years now, at least, because they they were they did have Anthony Edwards and D'Angelo Russell last year. But Cat's been at their main player for what four years now, at least something around there. And I mean, D'Angelo Russell's good, but he's like a one-time All Star, I think. You know, so is Kyle Korver. Like, there's not. I, I he's I'm not comparing them those two, but. If I were to, that was what I would do right there. Anthony Edwards is a stud. This guy, I'm pretty sure he's 19 or 20 doing all this as well in the playoffs. He's a freak, dude. So athletic. Like the definition of what you want out of a slasher. And now he's getting a jump shot on top of it. It seems like that was an obvious number one overall pick for Minnesota. And they look to have hit it out of the park with it as well.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Do you want to take a, a guess as to how many times? Uh, so the, the Timberwolves were created in 1992, I believe. Do you want to take a? Oh, sorry, 1990. 1990. Do you want to take a guess as to how many playoff series they have won? Mm. I want to say they've only been there. They, I don't think they've even been to the playoffs 10 times. Like, 10 times, just... exactly. Oh, okay, okay. In 33 seasons, they have they have been the ten, to the playoffs 10 times. Um, One? One playoff one. series? One. I, I, I assumed one with Kevin Garnett, but yeah, in I don't really remember. In 2004, that yeah. is the last time when they beat the, the Kings in the Western Conference semis. I mean, that was this a little... is... It's a legit team to beat the Kings, you know, back then. Not in 2004, no. Eh. Well, they had, like, Peja and eh. Mike Gibbons and Chris nah, Webber. stop it. Settle down. Um, but, yes, I mean, this is this is a struggling team. At, at this point, or, sorry, struggling franchise. Uh, at this point, you know, consider this an early hot take. But, I'll, I mean, I still have another one for later. Anthony Edwards is the guy in... Minnesota. That is number one. That is new. Oh, yeah. Don't be looking at uh, Carl Anthony Towns for shit. Dude's good. Don't get me wrong. Unfortunately, you know, you're you're a a big man that has no defense at all. You know, that's that's bad. Yeah. I'm I'm a full in agreement that Anthony Edwards need is the future of Minnesota. And Kat is now the number two, maybe they, I mean, they could probably even look to go for more after that. They, they love D'Angelo Russell there too. And Josh Akoji, I think too, is getting valuable minutes. So I don't know, man. I, I, I thought cat was going to be a freak when he hopped into the league and he's been very solid, but like you said, he cannot play defense uh, to save his life. It's, it's not even a guy who can go for a block or something in between there. He is, dare I say, he's bad. A, a, a baby back bitch down at the boards. You know what I mean? He just doesn't get. He doesn't get aggressive. He can shoot, best shooting big man maybe of all time, but he's he, he's got to he's got to get better at that. Got to get better yeah. at that. Let's go to the other low uh, seed, uh, also, the high seed. Uh, big big uh, shout out, big shout out because the more the T Wolves win, the more we get hyped. Pat Beverly, which is always. Something that's needed. He just never. He does not give a fuck. Uh, Pat Dude, that, does not. That is 
that is like one of the most hyped dudes of all time. He's up there with like Niger Morgan hype. Ooh, ooh, all time hype team. Niger Morgan is the captain for yeah. sure. For sure. Yeah. Jazz beat the Mavs. No Luca in this game. Pulled out a six point victory. Uh, Donovan Mitchell balling out, doing his thing. Think the Jazz have an opportunity to sneak away this series from the Mavs? I didn't yes. realize the Mavs won 52 games. Yeah, and uh, I mean, that's one of the reasons being is because the West isn't as good as it has been. And again, that's not me saying they're bad. This is just not the dominant West that like we used to talk about. That's now on the Eastern Conference, uh, in the Eastern Conference. Uh, I mean... The Jazz had some struggles here and there, but realistically, you look at that team and that Jazz team is realistically a better team than the Mavericks are. I, I'm I, I don't I'm hate that dick at all. I, I I don't from top to bottom. Yeah, Utah does look better on paper, especially with no Luka Doncic and Jalen Brunson's at the top of your box scores. Um, do, do you want let Let me read to you. Everyone that played for the Mavericks, Reggie Bullock, Dorian Finney-Smith, Jalen Brunson, Spencer Dinwiddie, Dwight Powell, Maxi Kleber, Davis Bertans, and Josh Green. What a just amazing set of names to read. And they, what? I'm sorry. You could put a team of Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, and Mike Conley and in front of them, play the entire time. I could see that three beating that entire Mavs team. Do you know uh, how much money Mike Conley has made in his NBA career? A lot. $225 million. Feels good to be Mike Conley. Holy shit. Why? I saw that come across my Twitter feed one of these last few days. Like, what, dude? No way that guy has made that much money in the NBA. But good for him. All-time Grizzlies leading scorer, I think. Has I can see that. I can or see him that. or Marcus Gall, one of them. Let's get into, we're going back to the East. One other one, the two other games to talk about. Let's talk about the one seed, the Heat playing the Hawks. This was an ass kicking to its finest. I mean, they were 30 balling them at one point. I'm going to tell you right now, Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero, Danilo Gallinari, Kevin Herter, and who's the other guy? Bogdan Bogdanovich. Like, this was the closest thing to a 1950s looking basketball game I've ever seen in my life. There was so many like white guys running around on the court. It was hilarious to me. Uh, I, I, did, I Honestly, I didn't even realize what the hell you were talking about for a second. Uh, no. Now, now like, oh yeah, kind of. There's uh, so many, there was so many. It was, it's it, just foreign to me. Yeah. I mean, you look at this, this Hawks team, Again, this is another one that's just not what it was. And, uh, oh, well. I think they're going to move on from John Collins. There's just no reason to keep giving that guy money when he's not the number two you think he is. He didn't even start. He's coming off like injury bug kind of thing. Probably we're giving him limited time. I turned this game off very quickly after... Like I said, the Heat were whooping their ass. Duncan Robinson couldn't miss. He was honestly scaring me a little bit. 
because there was some nuts shots this guy was hitting and he was feeling himself and uh he still looks like sheen from jimmy neutron but definitely big shout out big shout out one of my favorite names one of my favorite names in uh in basketball nba right now is on the heat haywood highsmith dude that's so like 1950s basketball it's awesome haywood highsmith yeah he also was on the rowing team in college back then too so let's go to our game of the week well because we because we're biased yeah (laughs) and this was probably the ugliest game of the weekend uh most definitely was bucks bulls 93 86 final and I'm going to say something right now, Dave. I want you to talk me out of it or agree with me if you want. Is Chris Middleton ass again? Is he going to not show up? Stop it. Is that that what's going to happen, dude? Stop it. Do you want me to to break this for you? You Well, I'm just going to say right now, when we needed big shots in that fourth quarter, it was Drew making them. Do you want me to break this for you? Yeah. Look at game one of every series last year for the Bucks. They usually lose. They usually lose. The only one they won was round was the uh, initial playoff series against the Heat. Just saying. I think I saw something five of their last six game ones they lost. Yeah. Um, Just relax. I know, man. But, dude, Chris, like, just fucking... You know, this is what I'm saying. How many days off did they have? How many days off did they have? I don't know. How many days off did they have? Five days. Five days off. They needed to to just chill, relax. And they they found their form. Dude, the the Bulls are trash. The Bulls are not good. We have said it since the beginning that they were frauds. And all week... I've been listening to sports radio 670 The Score uh, down in Chicago, and they are talking to, you know, any number of Bulls beat reporters, analysts, and stuff like that. And in a serious tone, they are the the main question they are asking in this playoff series is, can the Bulls win one game? So at that point, when the city of Chicago gives up on you. Just pack it in. Give, yeah, give the, Giannis was looking dominant. I'm going to say that right sure. now. I, I he, he had five fouls, so it caused him to not play a couple of minutes in the fourth. But a lot of minutes, actually. It was like eight. He, um, he was a man amongst boys, it looked like, for some of this game. When he threw that ball off the backboard to dunk it to himself, he had a pass to Bobby Portis that if Bobby would have made the shot, we'd still be seeing that pass today. Um, Bobby's playing great. Brooke looks amazing. Brooke Lopez was playing out of his mind Brooke, yesterday. Brooke Lopez was the reason why we won that game yesterday. Absolutely. Absolutely. He was. Most important, he had two he was the most important player on that team. He was the most important player on that team yesterday. And that's saying something. Drew Holiday was playing great defense. I mean, yeah. let's, let's, let's just pretend... Like the Bucks didn't shoot 
40, 26, and 65, but yet they also held their opponents to 32, 18, and 89. Free throw line. Yeah. They don't get to play defense. Seven for 37, the Bulls were shooting threes. Seven I mean, for 37. That's one of the, the best defensive teams in the league, man. And, and there's a reason why you got Wesley Matthews. There's a reason why you, you got Drew Holiday. I mean, and those are just the two main guys. Giannis is obviously uh, always a perennial defensive player of the year candidate, except for this season for some fucking reason, whatever. But Drew Holiday guarding the three guys from the Bulls yesterday. Zach Levine was three of nine shooting, had nine points on him. Nikola Vucevic was one of seven, two points on him. DeMar, two of six, four points on him. I mean, he he's just locked down. He He's locked down. He gets respect around the league from the other players as a criminally underrated player, which, again, he's just not going to drop you 20-some points. We don't need him to. We need Giannis to drop 30 points. We need Chris to drop 20, Drew to drop 15, Brooke to drop 15, Bobby to drop 12. We win every game. You know what I mean? That's all they got to do. They get to those numbers. They play their game. I'm very yeah. confident the Bucks and, win a game. And when you look at these uh, these splits, right? Like 21 turnovers to 11 turnovers in favor of the Bulls. Uh, you had 10 steals for Chicago to four from Milwaukee. The free throw per sh- uh, percentage, 89% to 65%. Holy shit. Like you see those and you go, dear God, we're in trouble. And then you look at the field goal and three point 32 to 40 and 19, 19% three point shooting for the bulls uh, to 26%. I mean, come on, come on. This, this Chicago team is defeated. I'm still, even after this ass game, the bucks are sweeping. I I thought I don't think the Bucks are going to play that bad again in the playoffs. No, no, they're no, no, no. they're going the series. To, I think the playoffs. They just needed to warm up. They always kick it into another gear after that. Just relax, relax, folks. I'm not worried about the Bucks. I'm worried about Chris. I'm worried about Chris. He'll I, be fine. I need, I need more than 12 points, 11 points hey, out of Chris. Hey. Didn't you say that last year? Didn't I call I you it. out on that? I get it. I get it. Didn't you but have to do a formal apology? This is what I've been talking about. This is what I always say been about talking Chris. Talking about he, what? He's a, a two. He's gonna have a game where he drops all star. Oh my god! He's gonna have a game where he drops forty two points. You're gonna be like, see, I told you. And I was like, I know, but I just would rather you just. Drop Why are you going to say this? Night. No, no, yes. settle down. You're allowed to have a bad night, especially when you win. I get it. I get it. We won. So that's the good news. I'm just saying I gave Chris a lot of praise. I apologize to Chris. <sighs> I just want more than 12 points. That's too much to ask from our number two guy. He can't drop me 18 every night. Every night. 18. Can he have an off game? Can he have an off game? He does it every year. Even no, last he year, doesn't. Even last year, he won us the series against Brooklyn. I full on say that. Yes, 
What about the series against the Hawks? Let's not pretend he didn't have games where he was dropping like 15 before he had 40 points. Out of here. You are like all of these uh, like afternoon radio guys talking about, oh, we got to worry about the bad. We got to focus on the bad. Settle down. I'm very confident in the Bucks. still. I am. No, no, you're not. I am very confident. Giannis no. is the best player in the world. He is. Sure. As long as you got him, I think you have a very if good chance of winning a basketball Chris, game. If you are doubting Chris Middleton, you I are not very confident in the Bucks. I was asking if you were getting the vibe of this Chris Middleton suck again. You continue to say it. You continue to say it. You continue. I told you to walk me down. You, you, you walked me forward, not down. How? Get the fuck out of here. Whatever. Keep going. Should we get into our little segment? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's brush it off. Hey, everyone. We're back. Our first commercial break. So uh, me and Dave suck at math. More me, probably, I guess. Um, But still, for some reason, you know, on top of the stupidity, we didn't need to just drop the episode where we were testing the segment we should have just (laughs) fucking did it and then we would have lined it up perfectly but instead we are a week ahead the draft is not this week it is next week we will hopefully have another person on with us to discuss that we'll wait and see like tentatively we don't Hopefully we're, we're, we'll, we'll figure it out. If we don't, we'll, we'll get something else working. I, think. I also, I again, I, we also had some people, uh, you know, mainly on my end of things say like, why are we just doing all these redrafts? Oh, okay. So we heard you people. We heard you. And Tom and I came up with, I think is a really fun segment. Uh, I don't know how you are feeling about this. We're going to do a little bit of role play. Mm-hmm. Every year in these NFL drafts, you have scouts go out and talk to all of these, um, all of these draft prospects, and some weird shit gets asked. Some really weird shit. Weird now, shit. they want to justify that by saying that this is uh, breaking news. By the way, Marcus Smart wins Defensive Player of the Year. Garbage. Gross. Sorry, that's a Giannis treatment, right? There. That's a Giannis. They're already yeah. announcing that shit. I just got it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we are taking all of these things. Oh, and they ask these questions because they think that they're trying to twist, uh, you know, like jumble up their mind and see what where their head is at when they ask these questions. Guess what? Some of these questions are still ridiculously inappropriate. So we thought that we are going to each become these draft scouts and ask each other these ridiculous draft day or uh, draft questions. And we have to answer them on the spot. That's the plan. I have a few different randomizing wheels up to determine a college that we went to as the player. Dear Jesus. um, As the position we are being scouted as and as well for the scout what nfl team you are the scout for so let's just spin for you okay i'll spin for you right now and uh scout or player um well are we doing two interviews or one interview what 
Oh, I thought we were doing it different each time. I the way I well, I was assuming you were going to do one interview and then I was going to do one interview. Or is it not how we're doing it? I thought we were doing it different for each question. So we're each going to go back and forth, do it like that? Yeah, with a with a new new college, new position, new everything. We can do it like that. We can do it like that. So That's do you want to doing? That's... Do you want to be the scout first or do you want to be the player first? I'll let you decide. Uh give me give me the, the player. Okay. So you are, do, are we three or four. What are we doing? We'll just play it by ear, I guess, at this point. Yeah, I'll, I'll do player first. Okay. So as this spin lands, you are how fittingly a South Carolina gamecock, Dave. Okay. Um the position you have been drafted as, we will see. Got all the big positions up. Oh, a middle linebacker. Okay. Inside linebacker talent. I am going to be the scout for, holy shit. Oh, I just missed it. Oh, the Seattle Seahawks was one away from Green Bay. Was one away from Green Bay. Okay. That's how it is. So, I guess we get this interview started. Let's do it. All right. I'm going to... Uh, Dave, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, Dave. My name's Skeet Carroll. I am uh, the head scout for the Seattle Seahawks. Skeet Daryl, actually, probably works better. Um, I, I just had a couple of questions for you. I know you are... You're you're on our board, all right? Gamecock Nation, we've seen you guys play this year. Big, stout, brutal force, okay? You guys you get in there. And uh you know, I've heard I've heard this question before and I just figured as being a real scout question, I would I would steal this one from some other places. I I see you have dreads. You smoke weed, don't you? Hey, man. <laughs> Look. I don't know what you expect. A nice South Carolina and uh, Southern boy to do, but uh, Look, anytime a white guy has dreads, you just know we're with the ganj. <laughs> no and I definitely need I need you to realize that when I'm when I'm out there on the field, man, time just like stands still. And that just sort of helps me go through my progressions. Oh my God. Also, if I could if I could just ask you one last thing. Weed is legal in Seattle, yeah. Ooh, good call. Good call. It is. You passed. You passed the test. I pass with flying colors, and let me tell you, I could see all of them right now. Ooh. <laughs> so is that is that it? That's it? We're going to switch now? Yeah. Okay, sweet. Yeah. All right, my turn now. I will spin for the college I'm going to. Looks like I just came out of Notre Dame. Okay. Um, I, as well... I'm spinning for position. I am. Come on, come on, man. 
a wide receiver, a wide receiver, wide receiver out of Notre Dame. And the team you are here representing looks to be the Las Vegas Raiders. The great track record they have. (laughs) (laughs) I, I think they could use some after the recent elements. Um, go ahead, take it away. Hey, how's it going, champ? Uh, just wanted to bring you in today. Uh, if you if you haven't met me before, hi, my name is uh, Phil Paterno, um, and I need you to kind of help me uh, start to understand some things. <sighs> I decided. That uh, as I was coming in, I, I saw someone outside, and I, I approached her with a, a nice casual glance, and I asked her who she was, and uh, she said her name was Karen Paterneau. And uh, I, I have to, I have to say, your your mother Karen is quite the woman out there. So let me ask you yourself. Do you think your mother is attractive? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Mr. Paterno, very flattered to get this opportunity to meet with you guys on behalf of the Las Vegas Raiders. You know, I, I, I think that question is objective. I've, I've heard from other head coaches such as Jay and John Gruden that, yes, they do think my mom is attractive. Um, I don't think I'm in the right mindset to make that decision. And I don't think I'll ever be in the right mindset to make that decision. Um, so with all due respect, I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> Plead the fifth. Most of your team has. <laughs> oh, shit. Got him. <laughs> Oh no. Oh, catching balls and cases in Vegas. That's how we're doing it. All right. Next up, Dave. The school that you have attended is none other than the Arkansas Razorbacks. All right. You are a Razorback as the position you are being drafted from. It looks to be. Something on the defensive side again. Oh, no. You're a big dog. Right tackle. Okay. And I'm getting now, all these fat positions. What is that about? <laughs> I thought I was going to get one of them last time, but it just missed and went to wide receiver. So I was pretty happy. I am currently on the New York football giants trying to draft a tackle. All right. All right, Dave. Um, we, we're thinking about taking you here in New York, and Thanks. we need some protection. We need some protection here for Danny. Um, I yeah, think we yeah, really, we, I like we really think that we're just an O line away with this quarterback we got here in New York, and we could really see your talents out here. Sure. And we want to know you're such a mauler, a big, strong guy. Oh man, and I don't know. I, I wanted to know if you could test your strength a little bit and maybe just give me a brief 
synopsis. If there was an NFL coach that you had to bank on kicking their ass, what NFL coach do you think you could beat up? Well, first and foremost, I, I just want to say thank you for having us here in uh, in Brighton, sunny, sunny New York. Um, also, I, I do have to say that uh, every team is coached by the Lord and Savior above, and, uh, and as me being a God-fearing man, I don't know if I could kick any of their um, behinds. But if I if I had to go out and I had to fight someone, uh, I'd have to give a, uh, a, a, um, uh, give a, a kick the ass of uh, one former coach, uh, Urban Meyer. So that way, as I'm kicking his ass, I can make sure I could shake his hand and thank him for the work that he has done in my community and um, for bringing us the likes of our football lord and savior, Tim Tebow. Thank you. <laughs> football players just pray to Tim Tebow. That's what they do. <laughs> they don't, they when they're don't... from Arkansas, I, I can see that. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's just they'd pray to the Waltons and Tim Tebow. That's all they do. Next up. You got this one here going from high school. Quick spin, quick spin. By the way, it says West Wisconsin Badgers on this. I don't know why, but (laughs) all the other ones are fine. I'm a Georgia Bulldog. We just came off the national championship. If you forgot about that position, I am getting drafted for. It is a quarterback. What's up? All right. All right, I'm high profile here, baby. And now we're spinning again. Spinning again for the NFL team that you are a scout for. It's going to be the Detroit Lions. <laughs> what the hell now? I swear on. to God, that's what it's all going right here. Uh, you get wide receiver and quarterback. I get middle linebacker and right tackle. What? Like, very important to the Giants and the Seahawks. Good God. Come on, Skeet Carroll. That was pretty good. <laughs> Skeet Daryl. Skeet Daryl. Yeah. Skeet Daryl. All right. <sighs> hey, how's it going? How you doing? Uh, pleasure to meet you. Um, uh, my, my name is Matt Campbell. And uh, we're looking around today. And uh, if, if you haven't noticed, we have... Quite the conundrum at uh, quarterback, and that is one Jared Goff. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, Jared Goff is not our type, not our breed. You know, we we being here in the Motor City are the type to really drive things home. We like to make sure that people come out here, and by the time that they're done playing us, they're exhausted. Yeah, yeah, you catching my you catching my automotive puns? I uh. I really, I lo- I respect the blue collar, coach. The blue collar. Good, good. Yes, yes. Uh, Detroit Lions, blue. So, I need to ask you, well, this is more or less a two-part question. First, first things first, do you have the eye of the tiger? You know, coach, you're not the first person to ask me this. And when they ask me if I have the eye of the tiger, I say, I got the balls of the lion. That's what I like to say. Because while you might want to be a tiger, 
the king of the jungle remains in Detroit. The well, I need to know. I need to know about your eyes, good sir, because I need to know uh, my second part. Do you think you could beat me in a staring contest? I would say on a scale of one to ten, one being Jameis Winston's vision and ten being Jameis Winston's vision after LASIK eye surgery, I'm closer to him after eye surgery, coach. <laughs> Hoo-ha, boy, howdy. Pew, pew. <laughs> that is, those are two actual questions that, uh, oh, what, and I will say, uh, Lonnie Johnson of Kentucky said that the Seahawks put him in a staring contest for 15 to 16 seconds. I, I my first question was a real question. My second one, I've made up to see what you would say. Oh, um, oh, so my. that was. Well, that was all not a real these, question. All of these questions I have asked are real. All these Well, I have I'm a whole list ask. right here. Like I said, I didn't know how this foundation was going to be, but I threw one of my own in there. I also do have another one of my own that I think I'm going to probably end up using again. I don't even. All right, let's go. It is now time to spin. Dave, you are currently a graduate or leaving early from the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Okay. On top uh, of that, okay. we're going to spin. You are a center. Out of, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? Out of, out of, out of there. I and get southern fat guys. Next on the list, the team I am here for, it is the Indianapolis Colts trying to get you on the team. All right. All right, son. We know Oklahoma, right? We know Oklahoma as one of the deep roots of fo- uh, not just college football, but all of football, right? Football. And we know that them Oklahoma boys, they like to eat. They like to eat. I can see you, the center that you've become, and Me, the hawks in the trenches. And I just, I just have to ask you here. I, I have to ask you, son, that now you, you're, you're in the bus, right, on the way to a Golden Corral buffet. Ooh, me like Golden Corral. The bus is in the mountain of Alaska. You're going to the Juno Golden Corral, and it's going a hundred miles an hour. Son, where are you Whoa. sitting on that bus? Me no understand question. Me only look at Golden Corral buffet. Me sit closest near buffet line. Preferably barbecue ribs section. Me no understand how fast bus drives on day, maybe cold, maybe icy. But me know that me get Golden Corral Buffet and pay $6 more for a drink. Yeah, we thought Jacksonville was going to take you before us anyway, so that's all right. (laughs) (laughs) 
shit. Oh no. All right. <laughs> Last guess. one. Let's go. Last one. Let's do it. Let's make it a good one. All right. I am currently spinning this wheel of colleges. A Louisville Cardinal. On this wheel, they spelt Cardinals C A R D I N I L E S. Um, that's where Cardinals. I got this. <laughs> What the fuck, dude? Uh, the position I am running back. Uh, no, free safety. Free safety. <sighs> All right. Now let's spin this wheel. Let's see where I'm going. This is taking us inside the meeting of the Pittsburgh Steelers in their quest to find their Louisville Cardinal free safety. Hello. Nice to meet you. My name is Andrew Walken. Please come right in. Take a seat, my friend. Mm. Mm-hmm. This is, uh, it's a lot different than Kentucky in here. No, I, I know it's it's quite quite the visual. No, do you like do you like my artwork? That's not a question, but do you like the artwork I have on the wall? It's just a hoagie, sir. Well, it's actually a pierogi. So you already have one thing put against you, child. <laughs> but we here in Pittsburgh are quite quite a, a wonderful organization with a rich and storied history on the defense. And you being a strong free safety. <laughs> you need to know. The only way that you're able to be such a strong free safety is by having having huge balls, massive balls, cojones. So you look at me, and I need you to ask this question and answer it. Do you think I have both of my testicles? You know, sir, um, I think it takes a lot of balls even just to ask that question. And if I had to guess, so many balls, I could see if you had more than just both of your testicles. And I respect that out of you because what is a man with two testicles compared to a man with three? That might be a tumor. <laughs> and you know who also was a tumor? Amani. And he would never, never catch anything on me. Wow, that was surprisingly smart. Shit. I didn't expect <laughs> that. Oh, so hot. Doesn't want to move. Amani tumor references on down the wire. That's what we're uh, at. that again is a real question. Asked by, uh, asked to cornerback Chris Boyd. Do now, I have of my testicles? Let's just fire off a couple of other one of these. Uh, would you share your internet history with the NFL? Sure. I, I mean, we're going to see a lot of porn, but why not? <laughs> to get the job, right? I mean, they probably yeah. wouldn't care. Yeah. If you're going to use, if you're going to murder somebody using a gun or a knife. Uh, I'm going to 
go with knife. If I could get away with it. It's a lot messier, I feel like. Yeah, but it's harder to trace. Maybe. Maybe. If God uh, was a football fan, what team would he be a fan of? Uh, there, and also the spinoff of Is God an Auburn fan? Yes. Which is very weird. Uh, yeah. The answer is no. <laughs> no, he's not. Because we all know uh, God follows Urban Meyer. Oof. Jeez. Um, how many ways could you use a brick in a minute? Uh, follow-up question. How many different things can you think of that you can do with a paper clip? Uh, hold paper together. <laughs> P- pick a lock. See, uh, all these things. Maybe dig in an ear if you're feeling that re- reckless, you know? Um, yeah, just insane. Well, well, I'm sure we'll get more out of there would you rather be a cat or a dog i think this is a good one because yeah, that one got asked a, co- a couple of times and uh former packer jamal adams or jamal williams answered this question or i should say needed clarification so he asked if you're a cat and you get blown up on a play do you get back up and you've got eight lives now mm. like clean answer that's the cleanest answer uh how about how about this one that got asked uh, do you plan on getting married in the next six months? What? No, no, I don't. I, I do <laughs> like, not. Uh, uh, how about how about this one? What is Bitcoin? <laughs> <laughs> what color is melted chocolate? Yeah. Oh yeah. Boxers or briefs? I feel like that one's got to have like. There's definitely something to that. One. I feel like that's one where you just say commando. Oh, nothing. Just tell him you let it hang. And uh, the 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 best one or the one that we all know of is, is your mother a prostitute to Des Bryant? Wait, wow. Did you see the conversation that came that comes with that? Because that's not directly how it was asked, to be fair. But. The conversation makes it's not it even better. No, no, no. It makes it more hilarious in my mind. So this is how it went down. The scout ends up asking a question about Des Bryant's dad. Des Bryant replies back with, my dad was a pimp. As in cool or he's a pimp like he's he's a cool guy. He said, what does your mom do for a living? She said, he works for my dad. To which then the scout replies with, your mom's a prostitute? <laughs> yep. Uh, also. What a fucking idiot, dude. <laughs> like, also, that, that Giants team that you spoke of has a 250-question written test. I saw that. Like, Deion Sanders told them to go F themselves. Plexico Burris told them to go F themselves. Yeah, isn't that nuts? No. Uh, My favorite response, or my question with response, uh, linebacker Kevin Hardy, uh, who was the number two overall pick by the Jacksonville Jaguars in 1996, uh, read a question of, do you like tall women? And uh, his answer... He crossed out the T and said yes. <laughs> Ballin'. Ballin', dude. Kevin Got him Hardy. number two right there, just like that. 
just like that. That, that was our that was me. our role play. That was our role reversal uh smorgasbord of whatever that was. <laughs> it plays. It plays. It'll work. It'll do. I um I'm going to stitch this up in a second and we'll be back in no time. But I have to run and grab my charger from my computer. Way to go. And we're back. We're back. Took a little breather on top of it just to get it all situated. Are we getting into hot takes now? Hot takes time. Hot takes. Let's do it. I'm going to bring my hot take to baseball. All right. And I really, I've been watching a lot of it. Been consuming a lot of baseball over the last week. We're just about 10 games in for the most part. So a very, very small sample size. Okay, you can't really take too much seriously, but I have a hot take related to baseball with the extended playoffs and all the other mess that's going on in the MLB. Okay. I'm going to say I'll 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 make this hot take kind of more interesting. I'm going to say three teams from the NL Central will make the playoffs. I'm going to say the third team is the Chicago Cubs. Ew. I think gross. they're going to make I I hate the Cubs, right? Okay, not as much as the Cardinals, but again, I really like that Seiya Suzuki Seiya Suzuki signing. Marcus Stroman looks nice for him. They got a lot of young weapons. They could very well be buyers at the deadline if they're sticking around. But I think the Cubs are better than a lot of people thought they were going to be this year. I don't know if they're the best team in Chicago, but definitely I think not. both of both of them could make the playoffs this year. I, I think what the Cubs did worked. I, I really do. I think they are all the way back into being competitive for playoff spots. They're nowhere near a World Series contender, I don't think yet. Nothing crazy. But from what I've seen in the first week and a half or so of the season, two weeks maybe, thinking the Cubs are a playoff team. All right. Um, I and you know, know me. I'm not going to say that because you I, think you, know. you think you're going to have two-thirds of the, of the uh, what's it called, the, of the wild card spots go to the ML, uh, sorry, NL Central. That seems well, nuts. I, you know what? I won't say three teams anymore. I'll say the Cardinals miss just because I can. Um, and then the Dodgers and Giants will take two spots because I forgot about the NL West. Obviously, they. That's what I'm saying. Spots. But I think the Cubs are going to make the. I think that I'll walk it back. I think All the right. Cubs are going to make the playoffs. All right. I mean, you'll. They have to wait and see on that. I I mean, again, it's so early. It's so, so early, but this is what about. hot takes are for. I, sure. I, I'm, I'm thinking the Cubs are more legit than people are giving them credit for. And if they don't make the playoffs, they're going to win 80 games. And no one thought the Cubs were going to win 80 games. All right. Here's my hot take. I am saying right here, right now, that the USFL does not make it a full season. Yeah, I didn't watch any of that shit. And uh, I didn't care 
that I missed any of that. Like, first of all, the Bucks were playing, so there's absolutely zero percent chance I'm gonna watch a meaningless football game played in Birmingham, Alabama. It was on a Saturday, so you they uh, played were... Sunday games too. Well, I'm just saying it was on a Saturday as well. You mean when we were busy working, doing yes. shit? Yes. Exactly. So, no, I'm not going to be watching any USFL. Uh, Paxton Lynch was dog shit, I saw. And just uh, RIP Paxton Lynch's career. Like, Well, and, and again, uh, it, it's just not going to last. This is a bad league, bad teams, bad pretty much everything. I mean, at least with something like the XFL, which we're going to get to shortly, the XFL has the backing of the NFL. That right there is going to help them tremendously. They're, I guarantee you the NFL is going to promote. They're working together. Yeah, they're working yeah. together now. They're going to promote the hell out of the XFL. And, uh, yeah, I, I just don't know how the USFL lasts, at least not under TV deal. I, you know, say what you want after that, but I doubt that even stays. The New Orleans Breakers were trying to name their mascot, and they settled on Dave the Wave. Hell yeah, right? I, I uh, voted for that one. Oh, I, I actually submitted an other before they had the options, and I put mine as Chad because that's what he kind of <laughs> looks like. So very douchey-looking mascot. But, hey, they won, I think. I thought Go I Breakers! Saw I thought I Go saw Breakers! Twitter. Very weird to be representing all these cities in one city still. Just still going to say that. Sure. But it probably saves a shit ton of money for not traveling. Did you, you know what? I'm going to put it in my quick hits. I'm going to put it in my quick hits. Never mind. That's our, that's our quick hits. Or sorry, that's our hot takes rather. Yeah. Hot takes. Let's get to these XFL coaches. That's going to be yes. wrapping up our last segment, I think. Yeah, here. yeah. So we did it with the USFL. And I think the XFL one, first of all, is more fun. These are definitely names uh, that I can pinpoint for majority of them. Uh, doesn't have quite the same level of caliber as like Jeff Fisher alone, but the overall uh, league is much stronger as far as head coaches in far is like name power wise. So let's get right into it. First up, Reggie Barlow joins the league from the Virginia State University where he spent the past six seasons as head coach. He was selected in the fourth round of the 1996 NFL draft by the Jacksonville Jaguars before playing for the Oakland Raiders and the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Never Reggie heard of this Barlow. guy. Yeah, never heard of him. I um, What position did he play? I'll look him up. That I don't know. But oh, like by the way, big, I need to... Big guy, maybe? I, okay. I also All need right. to preface that uh, we do not know where they are coaching at. These are just the coaches themselves. Oh, okay. Fair so, enough. He uh, looks uh, like he was a um, wide receiver, but mainly main famous on punt return. Okay. Return guy. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, by the way, I'm going off of name value in the coaching uh, sphere. So this is that's the low man on the totem pole, in my opinion. All right, next up, Terrell Buckley. 
Previously at the University, name. Of U- University of Mississippi, he spent the past two years as the cornerbacks coach. He's a 13-year NFL veteran and Super Bowl champion who was selected the fifth overall by the Green Bay Packers in the 1992 okay. draft. Yeah. We, Went on to play for the Miami Dolphins, Denver Broncos, New England Patriots, New York Jets, and New York Giants. Terrell Buckley. We kinda got some Packer representation. Kind of interesting that, you know, could be a fun fact for you. The first round pick of the year you were drafted was Terrell Buckley for the Green Bay Packers. I knew that. You knew but, that? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I guess you don't I know don't that? Know. You don't, don't know, know yours? The Packers. No. 2000 NFL draft Packers. That's what I'm going to do. You're not going to like it. You're not going to like it. Wait. As long as it's not Jordan Love. <laughs> no. Ooh. Ooh. Do you know who it was? I think it's the um, the wide receiver that lost his eye, isn't it? It's so much better. Oh, dear God, who? It's Bubba Franks. Oh, you know what? That's pretty solid. Bubba. Bubba. Yeah. 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 I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. It's a tight end drafted 14th overall. That didn't really amount to much. But hey. Hey. Cool. All right. Here, next up on this eight-man tier at uh, my, number six, Anthony Bett joins the league from the Wiregrass Ranch High School where he was the offensive coordinator. He's a 12-year NFL veteran was selected 27th overall by the New York Jets in the 2000 draft before going on to play for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, St. Louis Rams, Arizona Cardinals, Kansas City Chiefs. Anthony Beck, former, uh, I believe, wide receiver. That name also sounds familiar. I think he's a white guy wide receiver. I want to say, I feel like I remember hearing his name on the Chiefs when he was there. Uh, I definitely remember him on the Jets because NFL street style, baby. Oh, maybe that's what it is. Maybe yeah. that's what it was. Okay. Uh, but yeah, yeah I, I, that name, I, the name, name power a little bit. I think you got to be, a, we're getting into the deep football fans might have heard of some of these people categories. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, those are, now we're starting to get into some name value. Like I said, number five, I'm going with Rod Woodson. Joins the league after serving as an analyst for the NFL Network, the Big Ten Network, and Westwood One. Woodson, 17-year NFL veteran, three-time Super Bowl champion, drafted 10th overall by the Pittsburgh Steelers in 1987, and went on to play with the San Francisco 49ers, Baltimore Ravens, and Oakland Raiders. He was inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 2009 and the College Football Hall of Fame in 2016. Rod Woodson at my number five slot. I know. I thought he would have made it higher on your list. Dude, wait, have you, are you looking at these names? Uh, I did just now. You motherfucker. I told you not to look. Well, I did know a few of these already, obviously. Uh, but I, I think this is crazy. Rod Woodson to come out and coach a team. That's sick. He's legit, man. I mean, he's big name, Pro Football Hall of Famer. Yeah, well, and top five all time in interceptions. The reason why he's uh, at where he's at is that he doesn't have uh, any sort of head coaching experience, as far as I am concerned. Uh, Also, my number four pick actually got looked at to be an NFL head coach, and that's Heinz Ward. 
Heinz Ward, I really hope, I really hope that Heinz Ward gets a fucking NFL head coaching job after one year of XFL head coaching and the Texans are like, fuck it. Like, let's do it. Let we know Heinz Ward. It. 13-year NFL veteran, two-time Super Bowl the champion. The champion of the XFL every year should just be able to coach the Houston Texans the next year. That's what they should do in partnership with the NFL and the XFL. Spent his entire career with the Pittsburgh Steelers and remains the team's all-time leader in reception. Heinz Ward at number four. Also, most cameo appearances in Batman movies on this list. Heinz Ward. <laughs> number three. I'm giving it to Jim Hazlitt. Yeah, I've never heard of this guy. You've never heard of Jim Hazlitt? What? I I don't think so. He was on the Tennessee Titans where he spent the past two seasons as the inside linebackers coach. Over his 30-year career, he has coached at the college and pro level with Penn State, Buffalo, Cincinnati Bengals, uh, Washington Redskins, Ooh, excuse me. St. Louis Rams, New Orleans Saints, Pittsburgh Steelers, and LA Rams, uh, LA Raiders, the Florida Tuskers of the United Football League, and the Sacramento Surge of the World Football League of American Football. Sorry, World League of American Football. Jim Hazlitt has actually been named for head coaching spots before. Uh, I don't think he ever had that head coaching stuff. He did. He did. Actually, he was the head coach for the new Orleans saints from 2000 to 2005. There you go. You see what I'm saying? And he was, you know what? This interim head coach for the Rams in 2008 sounds vaguely familiar too. I'm pretty sure that's when they first fired Jeff Fisher. Um, yeah, that seems, I'll just double check that, I guess, but yeah, Jim Hazlitt's getting my number three. My number two is going to be Bob Stoops. Rejoins the league. I was about to say, doesn't he always come back to this type of shit? He was the head coach of the Renegades in 2020. He was the longtime coach of the University of Oklahoma. Coached the Sooners to a win in the 2021 Alamo Bowl. Fuck yeah. 191 191 and 48 record over his 33-year college career and is the winningest coach in Oklahoma history. Yeah, Bob I mean, Stoops. Bob Stoops. You know, you know Bob Stoops. He's he's big-time college football heard that name. head coaching name. Um, just a guy that you don't see go to Pro Bowl because you know he just loves control, and that's why he stayed in college for so long. And I better take a big breath because at the number one spot, it had to be yeah. Wade Phillips. Previously of the L.A. Rams, where he spent three seasons as the defensive coordinator over his 40 year career, he has coached at the college and pro level with Oklahoma State, University of Kansas, Houston Oilers, New Orleans Saints, Philadelphia Eagles, Denver Broncos, Buffalo Bills, Atlanta Falcons, San Diego Chargers, Dallas Cowboys, Houston Texans and L.A. Rams. Boom. Wade Phillips, dude. I think we adopt the Wade Phillips team as our team for the XFL. Whoever that may be. Whoever it is, we just take wherever Wade Phillips goes. That's it. I am or wondering, Ward, or Heinz Ward, just I am because wondering of the right now that would come with that if he's like really good at being a head coach. I'm wondering right now whether or not we're going to get new teams, because really that's the best spot. Like, right? That is easily the best idea is to like uh, change that shit up. Are we? Are we going to though? Change up the the teams. 
the like teenage? the names are the cities. Yeah. What What do you no, mean? No. Like, well, I mean, maybe maybe the cities, but I, definitely the team Milwaukee, names. Milwaukee, an XFL team. Well, all right. I'll, I'm looking on the XFL site, and they already have a, a career for a staff accountant for the New York remote, a New York remote service. So I don't know whether that means for the New York team or what, but uh, yeah, if you want a job with the uh, XFL, go do it. The 2020 season had uh, the Renegades, the Roughnecks, Battlehawks, Vipers, Defenders. Um, I think I got them all. That's what it looks like. Yeah, England. I don't know. Yeah, that's uh, that's like the the new thing right now, though. Like, what do you think on that? Uh, XFL, I think, has a solid candidate of like a solid uh, amount of head coaches like at least for name value oh for sure for sure they do they um they they brought some heat with it they have uh and then like you said dean blandino is going to be in there doing the officiating forum i'm looking at the rest of their people to see if i know anyone else it looks like no just just the head coaches after that was terrell buckley he was he a coach Last time around, too, or was Reggie Barlow? One of those guys kind of looked familiar, nope. maybe. All the only one was Bob first. Stoops. Only one was Bob Stoops, back with the league. But that's the XFL, so we're going to have to keep track of that, uh, like we did with the USFL, and thusly got rid of the USFL forever, because we don't give a shit. No shits given. Let's get into our quick hits. Quick hits time. Quick hits. I'm going to not start off with the one that I usually what? start off with because we got way bigger news, way bigger news that needs to be covered in the city of Seattle and it needs to be saved for the end. Okay. Um, first quick hit I'll do. Did you see Terrell Owens this week? I did. He scored a touchdown in the fan-controlled football league for the Zappers. The Zappers. The yes. Zappers. That's the uh, Giants NFL team. Also owned by Bob Mennery and Dalvin Cook, randomly as shit, and some other people are in hey, there. He's got small stick. Who's Bob Mennery? I don't know who that is. Uh, you would probably know him if you saw him. He does the voiceover sports stuff. Um, maybe you've seen it. Maybe you haven't. He's a part of Nelk now. He does a lot of work with the Nelk boys. If you're familiar with them, <laughs> yeah, you're showing your age now. Um, but Terrell Owens, my favorite part was not this weak ass fadeaway touchdown that he caught over some scrub bum ass bum dog. Um, but did you see the back of his jersey by any chance uh, in the fan controlled football league? Hashtag to, prototype. To put prototype. On the back of your jersey, as a 48-year-old man playing in this fan-controlled football league, it just about made me piss my pants the first time I saw it. I, I was rolling on the floor. I tweeted it out. I am all here for washed-up NFL players to go to this fan-controlled football league and just dominate. Let's go. Like, 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 I hope Tom Brady's 53 years old winning fan-controlled football league titles. Like, that would be hilarious, and it would only help the brand. 
just let these bums or has-beens go through this league, I, I think it'd be hilarious. Hilarious. Tio, shout out to him. Uh, was criminally not a first ballot Hall of Famer, and he scored like the third most touchdowns in NFL history. So, yeah, well, just to yeah. point that out. I also have another bone to pick here. This time it's with the MLB. We've done this all off season, and we've shit on them for whatever they do. And I'm here to say this: Albert Pujols hit a home run this weekend, and it was off the Brewers. Absolutely launched it. I mean, it was. Classic that thing was pool. gone. Classic pools. Classic pools. It's his second homer of the year. It's his 681st career home run in the regular season. Albert Pujols has 19 career postseason home runs. And uh, they just don't count. They just oh, those don't are count. postseason home runs. I I think it's stupid in the NFL. I think it's stupid in the MLB. I think it's stupid in the NBA. If you are the all-time leader in X category, your all your games should count. Albert Pujols, as far as I'm concerned, should have gotten credit for 700 career home runs. And everyone was just like, oh, it's gone. Yeah, there it is. MLB didn't post about it. Didn't tweet anything out to congratulate him on all of those home runs as a collective, just the fifth person to do it ever. And, uh, only some of those came last season. I can say very confidently. We will have more Pujols home runs than no hitters this season. For sure. (laughs) For sure. Last year it was a run and then he got hot, but, and then they started calling pitchers out for cheating. But still, it was close. This year, I don't know. I don't know. And then my final quick hit. My final quick hit. We all know this. I'm a hockey fan this year. I chose the worst team. One of the worst teams. Not quite all the way down there. But the Seattle Kraken. Who are now comfortably five points ahead of the Arizona Coyotes. With Ooh, it's time to celebrate with five games left. Um, they could very well catch up to the Blackhawks this year, which would be a big W. They're gonna Black smoke so past fun. smoke past the Canadians and the Montreal and the and the Flyers, the Montreal Canadians and the Philadelphia Flyers. See, I know hockey. And right now they're sitting at 24, 44, and six. There's no playoff opportunities. That's all right. We got next year because we have overthrown and we have added in new pieces to this front office to help grow hockey in Seattle and the brand of Seattle hockey across the country. New minority ownership in the Seattle Kraken. Let me just say Marshawn Lynch for one name. And how about how about Macklemore, the other one? What a combination. What? Macklemore to, is still relevant? Macklemore and Marshawn Lynch become minority owners of the Seattle Kraken as of today. And um, Hey Macklemore. 
I, I think this was a big publicity thing because they probably are like, no one's watching our shit-ass hockey games. And I just wanted to shout it out. My Seattle Kraken. Fucking hilarious to bring on names like that. Macklemore, again, right. He's still relevant. Like when is Macklemore he... is Macklemore from Seattle? Uh I I don't know, but now that you say that, that sounds familiar. Like, maybe? like does does that make sense at that point? Like Macklemore is gonna do like the Jackie Moon thing and just perform Love Me Sexy at or every game. Every game. Yeah. Yeah. What what were we talking about that I was gonna turn into a quick hit because I forgot now? Fuck. It was a football thing, I thought. Uh, you never told me what it was. You said you were going no, to. No, because I wanted to. Yeah, and I forgot to write it down. Yeah, way you to know go. Me. Yeah. Crumb bum, scum bum. I can't write anything down. P, uh, we have Giannis, Joel Embiid, Nicole Jokic, Scotty Barnes, Kate Cunningham, Evan Mobley for the Rookie of the Year. Sixth Man of the Year is Tyler Heroes to lose, but Cam Johnson and Kevin Love are also on that list. Coach of the Year, Taylor Jenkins from the Grizzlies, Eric Spoltra, Monty Williams, Darius Garland, John Morant, DeJounte Murray for Most Improved Player, and we just heard that Marcus Smart won the Defensive Player of the Year on this uh, podcast, Breaking News. Give me uh, – you think Giannis has a chance? No. Think it's Joel's? No. You think it's Jokic again? Yeah. I don't think so. I, I think it's Joel or Giannis. No. But the numbers do lean Jokic. Yeah. Sorry. It's just true. Uh, and then uh, Taylor Jenkins is going to win that for the coach of the year. Evan Mobley should win it for the, the Cavs. If he's not, I'll be stunned. Uh, six man, like you said, Tyler Hero. Uh, most improved. Give me Darius Garland on that one. Over over Ja, they're gonna give it to Ja if he made the final. <clears throat> eh. It's gonna be Ja, but but he was ba- he was balling last year. Darius Garland wasn't. I mean, Tyler Hero went up to twenty points a game on the bench. Like respect. Sure. You know we you know Milwaukee boy whatever, but you know. Yeah. We uh, not not necessarily. I'm I'm surprised at you, by the way. Uh, I did I did send you <clears throat> one more story that you have been keeping up with this whole time, and I figured that you were going to snag this one because this I, is a I fun didn't see story. this. I didn't see this. Actually. Go ahead, Tom. I'll give looks you like this it, extra quick hit. It looks like Evander Kane, who, if you remember, was a part of this gambling on games scandal and owed a lot of people money for the San Jose Sharks. It looks like he is no longer on the Sharks. Is that true? I don't think so. So um, it looks like he fought with Ryan Hartman, was fined 4200 bucks. Hartman was. For fighting him. Uh, Kane was fighting off five opposing players in this. And uh, he, oh, geez, earlier this year was 
suspended for falsifying a COVID vaccine card. Just a tough year for Evander Kane going on right now. But he helped pay this fine. And he has no money. Like, what is what he sent $200 to him, which what 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 what's going to happen there? Um, but he then posted it on his Instagram with him spending money after he owes all this money. Yeah. <laughs> dumbass, dude. All right. Is that all your uh, quick hits then? I think so. I think that's all I got. Wrap this shit up. Very dope. Very dope. I have some, I have some very fun ones and some ones that I'm still not even going to be able to talk about. We're going to have to save one of them for next week. I think, uh, first up, <laughs> Robbie Anderson responded to an IG post the other day, uh, with that was asking him whether or not, uh, the Panthers would be, uh, whether or not he would want the Panthers to be the most likely likely landing spot for Baker Mayfield. Why don't take a wild guess as to what Robbie Anderson's response was? I I can assume negative. How about no with five zeros <laughs> after it? And I know that's that seems so simple. Maybe it's not actual news, but to me that's funny as fuck. That well. I mean, let's uh, Baker Mayfield is a top 20 quarterback in the NFL. That should just tell you that right there. He's maybe better than 10 guys, but no, you don't want him. You would rather have Trevor Lawrence right now, at least, even though Baker has played better. (laughs) All right. Number two, do you know who Dylan Fratelli is? Never heard the name. Dylan Fratelli is a, I believe, a South African golfer. And over the weekend, dude made a fucking shot at the RBC Heritage Championship. He, uh, the ball itself, landed in a tree. In a tree. And he hit it out of the Spanish moss. <laughs> I I shit you not. This is one of the don't craziest... take that drop. You don't Ready? want to take that Look drop. Look at this. Baby. Hold on. I'm not even done. Look at this shot. Uh, yeah, that's so. Look so at that it, shot. He hit it vertically. Yes, it's hanging in the tree. <laughs> Hold on. I'm not even done. He was then assessed a two-stroke penalty for standing astride the attended line of play during the shot. Oh, that's lame, man. So he should have just took the fucking drop. Isn't that fucking nuts? Oh, golf. Don't ruin it like that. I feel so bad for Dylan Fratelli. I had to say that. Holy shit. Sad Uh, business. But I'm going to have four too because I have I have such good ones. We brought up the USFL. I'm going to continue to shit on the USFL. Video surfaced this past week. Pittsburgh Maulers head coach. This was it. I'm glad you covered it. This was the one I wanted to do. You did see this, okay? Yes. Yes. Herbie Wilson 
met with running back Devion Smith in a hotel room and fired him, apparently for ordering a pizza as opposed to chicken salad. <laughs> Got to be the worst way to get fired ever. Oh we my! We're talking about the God. XFL you're, or the a, or the USFL. Holy fuck! There's so many leagues. I got to remember now. But yeah, that's brutal, man. And he was like, "What?" He said, "It's done. It's done. It's already happened." As in, he disrespected the whole team because Quote, he didn't want to eat chicken salad. "Quote." He crossed the line, so we had to deal with it. What in the flying fuck, dude? And uh, apparently all he said was, is that going to be a problem? And the running back replied with, yes, I don't eat chicken salad. <laughs> what? This was a good one. What? This, one was, this is the one I wanted to put in and I forgot to write down. Uh, just insane story. Way to stay relevant, USFL. Firing someone. What, are they doing a hard knocks or some shit? What was that? I don't on? know. I, I think it was like, I think it was just some like fucking video, dude. Just like some cell cam video. I don't know. Just absolutely ridiculous. And oh, he also came out and reiterated in a tweet in all caps. I said nothing disrespectful or did anything disrespectful. Chillax, Kirby. Like, what the fuck? Isn't that nuts? I, and, I I don't know, man. I'd be pissed if I was him, if that was the reason why. And last but not least, do you happen to know the uh, d- d- the rapper Lil Reese? Yes, I have heard of Lil Reese. Yes. So Lil Reese uh, got raided by the FBI um, uh, for surpassing... Uh, career earnings or something, sorry, some type of earnings. Uh, I believe it was like $100 million or something like that. Well, in that raid, supposedly Lil Reese swears on the hand of God that Charles Peanut Tillman was part of the FBI that raided the rapper's house. Yeah, he works for the FBI now. Isn't that nuts? That's crazy. Yeah. Part of, he works for the FBI. What in the flying hell? I, I think that's so crazy. There was a there was a story out on that last year or two years ago when it happened. Yeah, I I did know. I did hear, rather. I, I don't want to say I could have said that's what he's doing now, but that you remind me, yes, I do know Peanut Tillman became an FBI agent after his football career. And in the Deadspin article written by Sean Beckwith, I have to give some massive props for the opening line of former Bears cornerback Charles Tillman can apparently add rapper Lil Reese to the lengthy list of people he forced to fumble the bag. Mm. Solid. Or you could just have Reese's peanut butter now. You know what I mean? Get out of here. Just take it home already. Let's wrap this shit up. This one was much more timely. We're on now. We're going to cut five minutes off this recording anyway, so it's all good. Um, Thank you guys for listening. This was a solid episode, a little bit different. Still plenty of news, plenty of topics to cover. 
but we hope you guys enjoyed it. Let us know if you think it sucked. Tell us it sucked. Comment then. Hey, you guys suck. Bet That's you fine. won't. Bet you bet. won't. Bet. Bet. Fight you me. Can't. I think all the keyboards are broken. That's all right. That's all right. You. Pussy. I. You guys are downloading. You. Though, so we respect it. Freaking pussy. You won't type back. You won't do shit. But we love you guys. Thanks for downloading us. Make sure you guys download us at wherever you get your podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora. Uh, we're not on the Odyssey app because we suck too much, so they won't let us on there. Probably but swear too much. <laughs> we also are on thechairshot.com. I'm going to fire you if you say another one of those fucking peanut butter puns again. Peace. Every time we do it, y'all, we do it with fire. Yeah. Sports podcast down the wire. Every time we do it, y'all, we do it with fire. Yeah. Sports podcast down the wire.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.